What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Slice of TV, where we are journeying through HBO's The Last of Us. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me is another guest from Cinema Trip Reviews, our good friend Wyatt. Yeah, thanks for having me back, man. Absolutely. It. It's always good to have you back. It's always good to bring on these uh, different guests and have their own perspective of the show. Um, mm -hmm. And it's funny because we were we just talked about it before we started recording but uh so you are knowledgeable about the games you've played the games as of yeah, i it's been a long time since i played that first one but i, I remember bits and pieces especially watching the show i'm like oh it, it's all coming back to me now <laughs> yeah but it's funny because like you know we both are knowledgeable about the games and we are going to be talking about episode three titled long mm -hmm. long time which is an episode that deviates, at least so far, deviates the most from the game. It, yeah. It takes a, a little known character from the game and expands on that character very drastically from what we even even when we met this character in the game, we really didn't get like the feeling that was what was going on. Because I don't even think Neil yeah. Druckmann, when he made the when he wrote the game, that was the the idea of it. This was kind of Neil Druckmann and Craig Mason's kind of brainchild when they created the show. But um, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll go through this talking non-spoilers and then we're going to go full spoilers on it. So why? Okay. What did you think of episode three? With as much as it deviated, I loved it, to be honest. I didn't really know what to expect because unfortunately, normally I try to tune in as it premieres on Sunday nights, but I didn't get the chance this time. So I was trying to stay away from everything Monday before mm -hmm. I watched it. But I, you know, you, you got to see that you see the headlines that are coming out. Like it's, it's so heartbreaking. Hard. You're going to cry. So and I'm like, Oh great. What are we in the, what am I going to be, you know, watching tonight? <laughs> but I thoroughly enjoyed the whole episode. I know people have their issues with it. I know like the woke mobs out there oh, yeah. talking about it, oh, just yeah. like how they were with the games. But I mean, Overall, I, I liked what they did with the story here, even though it did go a different direction from the games. But even within that first game, there's there's little hints and stuff that maybe this was there at some point. You just didn't yeah. see it or you didn't hear much about it. Oh, absolutely. It um, and we will be spoiling the character uh, of Bill from the game as well. Like we'll be I, I do want to talk about the game version of Bill compared to the Bill we see in uh, yeah in this episode but yeah i loved it i thought it was so well done it even though because the thing is is like it could have just it, it felt like it could have been part of a completely different show but they mm -hmm. smoothly put in those elements to make sure you know that you're still in the last of us universe that you're you know you're seeing other characters that kind of connect to this universe but the performances are just fantastic. I mean, mm -hmm. top notch. It's it's unbelievable that we get like Nick Offerman just absolutely kills it along with Murray Bartlett, who plays Frank. Yeah, their chemistry being kind of the complete opposites of each other. Like one is, you know, Bill is a very gruff, you know, survivalist who just doesn't take any shit and. You like know, a does, loner too. Yeah, does what he needs to do. Uh, does what he needs to do to survive. And then you have Frank, who is just kind of the free spirit, who just he even though the world is <laughs> falling apart or has fallen apart, he still wants to live 
like there's nothing wrong. He still wants to create his own little utopia and and just kind of ignore, well, not fully ignore the fact that the world's in shambles, but yeah, try to keep to one some little sort piece. of like yeah, some form of normalcy yeah around. Uh, but with this type of thing, like when you go and do an episode like this where it deviates from the main story, I feel like with any other show, whether it be like not even just zombie specific, but like The Walking Dead, if you go too far away from that narrative, it's hard to keep people you know, locked in for that whole yeah. episode. But like you said, I think the performances and just the overall just arc with these characters just for this one episode, I think it worked perfectly. I was locked in the whole time. Oh, yeah, I. I mean, it definitely was great the way that they start the episode and then the way that they ended it, where it wasn't you mm-hmm. fully meeting Bill right off the bat, because then you'd be like, well, who who is this character? Even though you do hear his name in, well, you hear both Bill and Frank's name in episode two, kind of at the mm-hmm. end, you don't really know who they are, where you kind of get a little bit of a backstory from Joel before you're fully engrossed into who Bill is and kind of what he had to do to survive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I love the direction they went with this. And like you've mentioned before, I I don't know if you ever watched the show was another HBO show called The Leftovers. I've only saw like I've heard of it. I know what it's about, but I I never I never got into it. Yeah. I've only seen the first season, but they kind of did a similar thing where it's like you have the main characters, but every couple episodes you would kind of focus in on just one maybe side character for the whole episode and they would have like kind of their own little arc. And it, it just kind of reminded me a little bit of that. And it's just weird that it's another HBO show. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure if like any of the writers were associated with that show or not, um, but it, it definitely reminded me of that. But I like the way that they kind of are doing like taking some of the same beats from the game, but they're doing different things with them a little bit. It's yeah. keeping it fresh for the people that know exactly or expecting what's going to happen coming up next. I mean, we all know what's going to happen, but how is it going to happen? Right. And it's it's definitely good to see that the people are appreciating the fact that they are deviating so far from the game, especially with this episode, as we said, like they have taken aspects of the story and kind of changed it, tweaked it to make sense to, and not just make sense to what we're seeing on screen, but to give it more of longevity, like to give it a longer story. Because if you were to just go beat for beat fully from the game, it's not going to be a very long show. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you follow the exact way the game was, yeah, I feel like it would be kind of weird for this type of app for this episode, you know, I mean, yeah, you're just meeting this character straight off and he's he would be an asshole from the I mean, that's the way he kind of is in the games. But I don't know. I just like the direction they went with this as opposed to what you see. I mean, I don't know if do you want to get into like the way the game is now or you want to. Oh, yeah. Wait well, a little bit. Yeah. What's well, uh, well, well, we got nothing more to say that's not going to spoil this. So we're going to hop right into spoilers. So if you haven't seen episode three yet of The Last of Us, please go check it out. I mean, you shouldn't even be here if you haven't watched the show. Make sure to do yeah. that. So let's. Yeah, let's 100%. Let's check spoil this thing. Let's go. All okay. right. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, Wyatt. in the games, you way you meet Bill is just because Ellie and Joel are just wandering through like a little town trying to find resources or whatever. But you end up, they end up getting, you know, a, a big horde of clickers that are coming after them. They're getting attacked. And then Bill comes in and helps them out. And they're running through all his different traps and everything from what I remember. Yep. And you see that a lot in this episode is him setting up all these different booby traps outside of his perimeter. And he has like the fence and everything. Um, you do have that 
he does mention Frank and there is a little bit of like a little side note about it in the game, yeah. but they don't really go into detail at all. And the letter you see in the game is far different than the letter you see in the show here. Oh yeah. It's very different. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Cause when you meet Bill, Bill is, I think the Bill you see in the game and Nick Offerman's version of Bill are vastly different. Nick Offerman's Bill oh, is yeah. very, t- uh, he's a loner. He's, he keeps to himself. He doesn't like ha- like conversing with people. Like the only person that he enjoyed talking to was Frank. And you know, that was, that was his love. That was, that was the person that he would lay down his life for. Uh, even though before that it was, he was kind of just like, it's me and nobody else in the game. It's a little bit different. He's kind of like, he's very vocal. He will talk yeah. to you, but he's, he's a, he's a dick. He's gonna, you know, voice his opinions on thing. It doesn't care what, he, what comes out of his mouth. You know, him and Ellie in the game go yeah. at it a couple times, which is pretty funny. That's but, what I was going to say. It was probably some of the best scenes is them, that banter between them yeah. back and forth. And I think it would have been fun to see a little bit of that in the show, but I do understand what the direction they went to. And it was a bigger impact at the end of the episode, the way that they ended it. Yeah, I was going to say the message that you get from the game is way is completely opposite from the message you get from the show. Yeah, from here. Whereas like is the in the game, like Bill tells Joel, like she's going to like be the death of you. Like you can't rely on and try to protect everybody. Whereas the show, it's like you got to try to protect anybody you can find that yeah. one person that means the like the world to you. I don't know. It's just completely different messages. And especially like we mentioned the letter and everything. But like in the game, they they got from what I remember they go to the school because they have to find the yeah. battery, and that That's, was the whole point of Joel going to Bill's is trying to get that battery yep. to get that truck and everything. Yeah, and that's when you first uh, encounter a bloater, which yeah. is something we haven't seen in the show. Which it's is teased. I'm very excited to see what they you know the design of the bloater in the show compared to the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's um. I liked it. I liked this episode a lot. I liked that, you know, in the game, they do talk about the fact, like, who was Frank? Oh, well, he he was my partner. But you never really get like a full like, was he just uh, somebody like a friend who always was with him or was it something more? You never got that. Well, they, you know, Neil Druckmann, who is an executive producer on this show, on the show as well, and also probably helps write the show. Is like yeah, he directed a couple of the episodes. Yeah, I know he directed episode two. I'm not sure which ones he's going with next, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's like, let's just expand on that. Let's let's really open the door to who Bill really was. And so you see that Bill meets Frank. You know, Frank falls into one of his traps, yeah. and um, yeah, they just he invites him in and you know cleans him up, gets gives him clothes and stuff, and then they kind of bond over playing the piano and playing this certain song, I guess that was a the Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. Which was a, to be honest, I've never heard of her. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I, I was like, I feel like I should, I just don't know who this is, but uh, it was yeah. cool. Cause it was like a song that was important to him because of his mom. And yeah. so Man, that was one of the scenes that got me too. There was yeah. a couple points in this episode that got me, got some tears flowing. And that scene where like he kind of like, not yells at him, but kind of gets on his case. Like he's playing it wrong or whatever. And he's like, well, I'm yeah. not a professional either, but then he sits down and the way he plays it, it's just so like, 
I don't know. It just has that feel to it. And the way he's singing, it just has so much emotion behind it. And just that little scene with Nick Offerman, it's so great. Yeah, because it's one of those things where Bill is a loner, as we said, and he doesn't, you know, he's probably been doing this for a very long time. So he's he's closeted. He's he definitely wasn't somebody who was out there trying to find a guy to be with. And he was probably still trying to figure out who the hell he was. So like meeting somebody who is the opposite of him, who is just I mean, once the relationship starts to progress and they're they're about to sleep with each other for the first time. And I just love the fact that Frank's just like, I'm not a whore. So you're <laughs> gonna have to let me, for, yeah, I don't do this just for yeah, for food or whatever. <laughs> so you're gonna have to let me stay for a few more days. I thought that was great dialogue to add to that to just yeah, a little bit more. But it also like just shows that Frank or Bill's trying to figure out who the hell he is, and he's it's like his first experience, like asking him about his experience, and he's like, mm-hmm. I did it with a, <laughs> I did stuff with a girl a long time ago. Where it's like he's just yeah. he's like figuring out i mean this is a man who's middle-aged probably at this point yeah and frank knew too like oh yeah just some of that interaction up leading up until that like the piano scene everything frank could tell there was something that you know bill wasn't letting off his chest he's been kind of hiding deep down he hasn't told anybody and i mean that just that bonding between them it worked really well and i feel like leading up to all this even myself you know, playing the games and everything, you're not sure who this character is. And yeah. like watching this with my fiance, she's like, I don't trust him. I don't trust this guy, this Frank guy. And I was like, you know what? I don't know what direction they're going with. So it's right. like, maybe he can turn on him. Who's this going to be to Bill? But I love the direction they went because it's interesting to see the Bill we talked about in the game. And then you see this in the show where he, he did have like the love of his life here. And you get yeah. to see that whole relationship over the span of like 20 years, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, talking about the game version in the game, we're we're also spoiling game, everybody. So if you haven't played the game, don't listen to this, what I'm about to say. But in the game, Bill, <laughs> they they see Frank. He's hanging in the, in the house and yeah. they're like, oh, what the hell happened to Frank? And he's like, he, pretty much their relationship was nothing like the relationship she in the show. They were very toxic towards each other. They didn't uh, Frank really didn't like Bill because Bill was probably just not a very good person. And Frank was just like, I'm done with this. I don't want to be part of this world and ended up, you know, offing himself. Well, he was bit too, he said. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's yeah. right. And so it was like he had bite marks here, here and here. Yeah. But I, yeah, he just went off and he killed himself. But like the note he leaves behind is is vastly different from the one in the oh, show because yeah. the note's just saying like how much he hated his guts and how much he resented being there all this time. Yeah. I and mean, it's like, geez. Which is a huge which I thought was going to happen. This. Like, yeah, yeah. I and I had that, and I was like, oh, it's going to be so heartbreaking if he spends all these years with this guy, and then like if he kills himself and he leaves him in a note, it's like he hated him the whole time. Yeah, I was like, oh man, that's going to break my heart. Luckily, it went in a different way. <laughs> it's like another. It's going to make me way. emotional, but also the end that they give us is emotional. You're like, it doesn't Even matter what emotion, direction they went. Reason. Yeah, yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah, because you have that like, you know, when they first get together and then it's like jumps like two years and they're arguing mm-hmm. you're like oh no it's starting already <laughs> yeah Where and then are... it cuts like three years later yeah like i mean they're arguing about because like you mentioned before like he wants to have some form of sense of normalcy he wants to like redo some of the the shops around the little town or yep. you know put paint up and redo different like houses or rooms and stuff and it just bill's not about it <laughs> 
in the in the great thing is is like when one time ends like for instance they're arguing about redoing all these shops and stuff that will it, that goes somewhere at the end of the episode like it's not like it just yeah. ends we don't get anything with that because then you get the you know frank is talking about in that time frame where he's talking about he wants friends he wants to you know invite people in and it's like and he's been talking to a, a woman on the radio yes what you find out is tess and mm-hmm. so then you see a scene where they're all eating. It's Tess, Joel, uh, Bill and Frank, and they're having a nice meal. And, you know, Tess and Frank are kind of probably the closer friends. They go off and yeah, have their talking. conversation. And then you have the, the, you know, the awkward conversation with Bill where, you know, Joel understands. Joel's just not as shut. I mean, Joel is almost as shut down as Bill. He's a little bit more open, I think, probably more with Tess because he's more comfortable with Tess. And it's the same way with Bill with Frank is that's when they open up. Like Joel is not very open other than with Tess. And now that Tess is gone, he's kind of shutting down, but he's, but Ellie's sort of opening him up and that. So there, so so if you look at it, Joel and bill are very similar to each other in the show. Yeah. He, he knows he, he can understand where he comes from. He's a stranger. He like, and I love like when it cuts to them and they're having that little like brunch or whatever, mm-hmm. everything's all like normal. They're talking and it like shows Bill and he's just sitting there with the gun pointed <laughs> yeah, at him. Yeah, at I was him. like, put the gun away, Bill. Sitting there, like, come on, Bill. Even whenever they walk away, it's just him and Joey still holding the gun. Yeah. Like, what are you like, doing? What are you the, doing? Get the gun out of my face. Come on, man. <laughs> but yeah, but then at the end of that, you get Joel telling Bill about the fence. Well, no, he tells him mm-hmm. about the fence during the meal. And then when they're about to yeah. leave, he like, those aren't like, going to last like another year or two. Like we can get you supplies that'll last you a lifetime. Like, yeah. You got to got to help help me help you. Yeah. And then they're about to leave and he's like, are you, are you sure? Like I can get you stuff. And he's like, we'll be fine. And then literally the next scene is Raiders coming to try to get in. And he I'm, told him. And yeah. Yeah. And Bill just. Bill is laying waste on all these guys. Like the fact that. <laughs> These couple guys are just getting flamethrower, like dudes are on fire, running around, shocked by the fence. Yeah. And then this was probably the only scene I was kind of like, I wish we got a little bit more where Bill gets shot. He's yeah. Frank brings him in and clearly they must all be dead because no one else comes because like Frank (laughs) is not even worrying about anyone outside. He's just like, I'm focusing on you. And uh, he was we, already up too. like yeah. when Frank wakes up in the middle of night to everything like Bill's already outside. Oh, yeah. Like, he's already fighting. with him. <laughs> Like he, he knew what was happening. He, he's he's always ready because like, yeah, I mean, we did we didn't even talk about when we first meet Bill. He's in his basement there. The whole town is getting evacuated. And Bill is in his in like a sub basement because the, you know, Fedra has to come in and they go through like, you know, the entire house to make sure there's no one in there. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Just that scene leading up to that. Oh should, yeah. Like, when we see Ellie and Joel find the pit of all the skull, like all the skeletons and stuff. And they were talking like, even the people that weren't infected were getting killed because they didn't have any room for them in these, you know, the, the quarantine zones or whatever. Yeah. And then it cuts to like, it shows like those blankets and then it cuts to like all those the years blanket. ago. And it uh. shows that mother <laughs> and the child and I'm like, Oh no, and they're taking them away. But yeah, I love that scene though. Bill's just hanging out there, and it shows exactly what he does when the end of the world yeah. happens. It, it's great. It's so fun. And this is when we. This was a a scene that was put in by Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann to kind of show, hey, this is why we're not doing the spores thing. 
because this is what characters are going to look like with the gas masks on. You're not going to be able to see them. <laughs> and a big reason why, just side note, that the gas masks aren't used in the show and the sports thing was removed was because they didn't want to put a ma- another mask on Pedro Pascal because he's already the Mandalorian and has to wear a helmet. <laughs> so they're yeah. like, we can't do it again to him. Like, so they, that's why. Yeah. That, that, that and, I saw, I, and I saw, like, he was saying, like, it doesn't make much sense for the spores because, like, and the games are contained to like these small areas where yeah. like real life they would spread out everywhere. Sports oh, yeah. would be everywhere. You pretty much have to wear a mask at all times. Or it's like it's not doesn't really translate well. It was always like, in like certain dark things. rooms in a in a building. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like that's that doesn't really work like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so yeah, back to the you know, the raider scene where he's getting, you know, Frank is patching him up. And you kind of you're like, oh, are they going to kill Bill here? Like, is he going to die? I thought so. The way they ended the scene where he was just not blinking, he was. Yeah. It looked like he died. And I was like, no way. They're just going to kill Bill like this. I was like, damn, this is this, so Frank is going to be the survivor here. They're going to do the whole yeah. switcheroo. But then switch it up. Yeah. Then they cut like 10 years later. And Bill's fine. But Frank is. He's got ALS. Yeah, Frank's in a rough spot. Yeah, he's it, which is it. It's it's always tough to see stuff like this, especially like you don't you haven't met you haven't seen this character for very long, but you kind of grown attached to Frank because of the fact of what he's done for Bill throughout the episode and kind of yeah take him out of his shell. And especially like the one that stands out is whenever he he surprises him with the the strawberries, the strawberries he planted and just that like that kind of giggle, giggle laugh that he has when they take that bite oh. i'm like oh it's so cute and like they just bond and they're like they're the perfect couple and then and then you have that heartbreaking scene man like with with frank yeah oh. but i just i have to point out that it made me laugh when like they're, they eat the strawberry and then like they're about to fool around and it's like not on the strawberries <laughs> not on the stra- yeah, don't, don't squash them. i was like move over <laughs> A plenty of grass here. <laughs> but even like oh. whenever that scene where he gets shot, whenever he's like, he has a list, he's telling Frank, like, I have a, you got to yeah. do these, these things like call Joel. And yep. it shows how much like he cares like about them now is yep. like, call Joel. Joel knows what to do. He'll take care of you. And then like, he, he knows that he wants them to live. So he's just like, listen, he's like, okay, what's next? What's next? He's just trying to keep him awake, mm-hmm. trying to keep him talking to him while he's t- like patching him up a little bit. But like every scene, it's just a different scene of them bonding or like like that one part they had, they were fighting. Yep. They're going through pretty much everything you would have in a relationship over the course of how many years. It's great. And it's only like an hour like episode. And yeah. They cover so much. You're just like so attached to this character. You're never going to see again. Uh, and you're just, <laughs> yeah, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Because... And that's the, probably the most heartbreaking scene is whenever they're talking there after they wake up. The fact that they get they give Frank ALS in this as something it just show it shows the audience that hey even though the world is you know we're going through this the biggest pandemic you could probably ever go through there's still those other things that can affect people because they were even talking yeah. about you know Bill's trying to. He's trying to comprehend the whole situation because Frank is pretty much like, hey, t- you know, I want to do this. And he's just like, no. And he's like, well, today's my last day. Like, today is going to be my last day. And you're just like, come on, man. 
Yeah, and then when he's telling him all the stuff he wants to do, bro, yeah. I'm getting teary just thinking about it. Like I was like I was on the verge of crying during that scene where he's just saying like I want to do this. I want you to like we're going to pick out suits, we're going to get married yeah. and then we're going to have dinner and you're going to mix all these pills in with my drink and then yeah. and that'll be it. And I'm like, "Oh man, no." Like yeah. But Bill's trying his response too. Yeah. And Bill's trying to figure, you know, there's got to be some other ways. Like this is literally a disease that they had no cure for before this all went down. So it's, it's, there's no end. Like, I don't want to live like this anymore. Like mm-hmm. I want to spend my last day with the person I love the most. And so, yeah, then we get to see the entire day them going and you know, we, there's no dialogue up until the dinner, which I thought was really good of them going mm-hmm. to the boutique. And then they go to, which, you know, was something that reflected earlier if they hadn't, if he wasn't able to redo all those shops, we wouldn't get this this type yeah, of thing at the there end. There is payoff for yeah. it. Yeah. And then they have the dinner, you know, and it's and if you notice, it's the same exact dinner, the first dinner, mm-hmm. uh, with the same wine. And then they have another glass of wine. With, uh, you know, he crushes up the pills, and they both have a glass. And then Frank figures out that Bill put pills inside the bottle too. So that Bill would yeah. also would die with him. And I was like, oh, like at first oh. I was like, oh, man, Bill, Bill's, you know, if this is the case, like Bill's not going to meet. Ellie, we're not going to get a, a Bill yeah. Ellie interaction, but I like the direction it went because we got Ellie and Joel showing up at the house later and you find out, you know, they're they're looking through the house and the only door that's not that's locked is the bedroom. Yeah, and Joel doesn't hasn't read the letter yet before he gets it, but he can't get into that one room. Yeah, it's like barricaded or something. Yeah, but and, them doing that, like Bill, you know, committing like pretty much committing suicide with him, along with that note, is really what sets up kind of the relationship between Ellie and Joel, though, yep. for the rest of the series. And I feel like that, and I see so many like comments on Twitter or, or Facebook, or whatever, saying like. This this episode meant nothing in the long run. It has no 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 in, like impact on Joel and Ellie's story. I'm like, I don't understand how you can watch this and get that. Because I feel like this has a huge huge importance on there, and that's the way. That's why Joel really looks at Ellie the way that he does going forward through the rest of the mm-hmm. you know series or games or whatever, where he had he develops that bond with her and looks out after her as like a father figure and everything. Yeah, it you know we see we see him kind of smile a little bit. Uh, as they're driving away, you know, and they're listening to the song that was played earlier. And, uh, you know, she doesn't know who it is. And I was like, I'm with you, Ellie. I don't know who this is either. <laughs> I know an S10, though. I know those great. I just love it. Joel's like, that's just to me. This is just a shitty Chevy S10. I was like, I was like, oh, like they are pretty spaceship. So, but I love like when she's reading the letter too, it, like yeah. that one line about like they'll run into my traps or whatever. And there's like, <laughs> like she and she even puts the laughs in there. <laughs> yeah, but you have the moment that the line where it talks about protecting Tess, and she doesn't want to read it, and so yeah. Joel ends up reading it, and it's one of those things where even you know, even though Ellie and Joel haven't gone off, gotten off on the right foot, like clearly Ellie is knows better than to say something that's going to really affect him because then she tries to talk about Tess and he's just like we're gonna have some rules here 
We never yeah. talk about Tess. And she's like, okay, that's fine. That's cool. I love the whole shower thing too, where she's like, I'm going to take a shower. And he's like, you need to take and a shower too. too. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, that even goes back to the very beginning of the episode when they yeah. like, they're camping out in the woods when she's like, she goes to talk to him and he's like, I don't want to hear like your apologies or whatever. And she's like, I'm not going to apologize. I just don't want you to blame me for something. That's not my fault. Like this was all like your decision. You and Tess made the decision to take me out and go out this way. Like, yeah. this isn't my fault. So stop treating me like it is, you know, it's like, uh, and I like that. And I, you know, it kind of comes back around at the end of the episode there with the note and everything. Yeah. I, I, we didn't really talk about the beginning of this episode. They go to a Cumberland farms. And that hit that relate that hits me hard because there's Cumberland Farms everywhere where I live. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, I know that place." But yeah, they, I did not. I, I have no. I didn't. I didn't even get it. Don't worry. We just recorded. <laughs> I didn't know it was a real place. We just recorded an episode, and I mentioned it. And Dan and Angela are like, "What? What's a Cumberland Farms? <laughs> it's a. It's a. They're they're in Massachusetts. All right. That's. I mean, the Northeast is where they mostly are." But uh, yeah. yeah, they go there because Joel has like a stash there, and Ellie actually trying to locate it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like... Ellie just doesn't believe that he knows what he's doing. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Finding my stash? Do you even know where it's it somewhere. is? <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere. I forget what the exact phrase he said, but he's like, "I'm trying to pinpoint where it's at," or something like. <laughs> I'm just trying I'm, to locate. Like it. it's around here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but Ellie finds a compartment down in the basement, and she finds. I don't it's this this isn't a clicker. What stage is this? I am so I'm I, I, I haven't know. looked up, but it's like the in-between between like a stalker and a clicker. It might actually be a stalker because it still yeah. has it because the cordyceps hasn't fully engulfed its eyes yet. But yeah, she um she cuts it and then she ends up killing it with her knife. It's so nasty, like even like an episode two and this episode when they cut open the infect and you see like the spores and like the, the white stuff underneath yeah. the skin. It's so it's like ugh, a mushroom so that just like pops out. It's like pizza. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's nasty. It's so gross. But yeah, that's the only I mean, we see another infected later in the episode when Bill. I love it when Bill's eating. He's eating dinner and he gets an alarm that one of his tripwires <laughs> or there's a infected by the tripwire and it's just like eh, and then it just poof, Gets shot, and he just laughs and continues to eat. Never gets old. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. But yeah, and then of course after they go to they, you know, Joel finds his stuff. They go on a, uh, they're walking to Bill and Frank's, and Ellie is just like, "Hey, how did all this start?" And yeah, and that was interesting. They actually had kind of an explanation for it. It was yeah. It's all uh, flat. It was pretty much like flour and grain. And, um, yeah, and bread and stuff. Yeah, it was like in the food, and like if you ate an abundance of the food, that's when you would get sick and infected. Yeah. It's like that's crazy. Yeah. So we get that explanation, and then we get the the plane shot with the downed plane, and Ellie's all excited. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, you used to be able to, you know, you got to be, you got to fly." He's like, "Well, yeah, but the, you could always be like them." Yeah, and I like the different viewpoints where she she, she kind of makes it seem like maybe you should be grateful for some of the stuff that you, you know, you were used able to be to able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like you used, you were in the sky, man. Like she says, like, come on. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so were they. <laughs> yeah. It's the same Please. with like, com- way to be uh, a downer, Joel. <laughs> right. And also I want to go to a convenience store where they just got a freaking mortal Kombat two cabinet in there. 
Yeah, exactly. She's like, whoa. It's like, my friend told me about this. Yeah, Melina and stuff. I was like, it's so cool. It's great. But uh, but yeah, back to the end of the episode when oh, man, yeah they they shower they're getting ready and of course they're in their game attire which is actually the attire that's on the cover of the PS3 yeah. version of the game. It's her with her like um, palm tree red tea and then he's got his cool uh, green flannel, which is I like fun. when he comes down she's like woo look at you <laughs> like, <laughs> he's got the hair boy, like she like cat calls him a little bit. <laughs> And I, it was funny because, like, when they were in the truck and everything, my girl was like, they just took a shower, but I feel like Joel always still looks dirty. <laughs> I, I mean, like, in I this world, he probably didn't though. wash yeah. very well. He probably got in yeah. there. They not, had water. Not they might yeah. not have had soap and yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. If Frank's living there, they're making their own soap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they put down in the basement, like, some Fight Club stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so do do we get a time frame between like when Frank and Bill die and when they when Joel and Ellie show up? They said that I, from what I remember in the note, they said like when they signed the note, it was like August yeah. of 2023. So it wasn't too long before they were they got there. Yeah. I mean, the fold was just a little bit mood, uh, moldy when they got there and stuff like everything wasn't. Like the lights were still on and everything. I don't know. It, it didn't seem like it was too long after they died. Yeah. I, I, you know, even, and then even in the note, Bill puts down the fact that they opened the window or he opened the window to the room. So, <laughs> so it didn't stink. So it didn't smell. <laughs> but he's like, you probably won't want to come in because the site is probably not going to be good. He just said, Please don't come into this room. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I like the, how they were respectful about that too. Cause then deep in my mind, I was like, are they going to show him? Like, was... Are they going to be like, decomposing or something that but they last shot about it i was like end. either you don't show you don't show it which is what they ended up doing or you show them in a gnarly like state in, in in an embrace which yeah could have been both but i like that they didn't show the bodies unless i think it could have worked either way but yeah, yeah i think the way they did it worked better and um yeah and joel and ellie they drive off and we get uh do we want to talk about the did you see the teaser for the next episode? Like yeah, what's gonna happen? it's going to be a doozy. This next episode, <laughs> it looks the, the like. one shot that really gets you because it's this is a, something that really reflects on the beginning of the show and the beginning of the game is when they encounter um, a raider that's like pretending to be hurt. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, and Ellie's like, oh, we're going to save, you know, he's hurt. Can we, we going to save him? And Joel's like, no. And it's nope. very reflective of the beginning of the show when they're driving um, towards wherever there's they're getting out of the city and there was the, the car that was pulled over to the side of the road and people were asking for help. And Tommy's like, yeah, oh, you know, we should pick them up. And Sarah was saying the same thing. And Joel's like, no, keep driving. Yeah. So it's very much like I have a job, even though I think as we're getting farther and farther into the story, it's not a job anymore. He is now, she is his you know, full responsibility. And so he's going to protect her any way he can. And so, yeah, it's, he knows how this world works. He's been involved, you know, he's been around, but even before the, everything went down. So he, he's seen some shit. And just like earlier in the episode where he even asks like to see her bite, Mm -hmm. he's like, cover that up. Don't show anybody. You can't speak a word to this anybody because it doesn't matter if you're not infected. As soon as somebody sees the bite, they're going to try to kill you. Like you're going to try to like remove it. And it's, you got it's the way the world is at that point, you know, and, but it seems like 
like with Fedra and everything else within that city, it's going to be a huge episode. Like I'm sure we're going to be getting what is it, Sam and his brother? Or, yeah, I which the other they're going to be coming up soon. I, too. Yeah, I can't remember what his brother's name is, but I do know that they. This is another character that they've changed oh, significantly from the game. Not significantly, See, but they know. made him. A How do they change it? Do you know? Uh, so from what I've seen, is that Sam is blind, oh. or he's either blind or deaf. Which I know he wasn't in the game. He was just a little boy. Are he, they still brothers? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's it's the it's a him and his brother, but I think the younger one is either blind or deaf. So that's like oh, a little man. little. Oh, so, I mean, oh, no, no, he's the story's he's already deaf. he's <laughs> deaf because I remember seeing the kid on the red carpet. He was doing sign. He was doing signs. So he's actually okay. deaf in real life. So they just made the they character. They just wanted to better. add another layer to make it even more even more heartbreaking. Eventually. <laughs> yeah, eventually, yeah, we won't man, we won't talk any I, farther because we as yeah. we're we're more knowledgeable about the game, so we know uh, the things that happen in the game and what we're probably going to see on the screen. Um, I love going forward. Neil Druckmann's tweet. I don't know if you saw that after the episode because everybody was talking oh, about it. I saw it. so he many was tweets. Like, what are you guys but... crying about? Yeah. But he was like, "What are you crying about? This was the happy episode." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, great." But to be honest, as much as I, you know, a lot of people, of course, probably were tuned out because it wasn't a very action packed episode. And a lot of people, that's what kind of drives them into these type of shows is kind of just the action aspect. Yeah. But I just I thought it was so well done and it really gave you yeah. a better appreciation for a character that in the game. Bill is Bill's a, a good character, but he's. Once you get past him, it's like you forget about him. Like, I think. Yeah. Bill and Frank are going to stick with you throughout this entire show, even if they have nothing to do with it. Yeah, I think it. they definitely did the, the character justice. I think yeah. they did a little bit better for him than they did in the game. Like in the game, you know, you kind of know who he is. I mean, he's mm-hmm. still alive, but you don't ever really like see or hear about him ever again. Whereas yeah. like this one, it's like you had closure with him and I, it was a story that has impact to it. Um, and I think. Even I think it it, it kind of works with us because we are, are fans of the games. We know what to expect. Not as far as like what the story is, but I mean as far as like how it's how it's paced a little mm-hmm. bit. Like everybody knows that this it's kind of like an apocalypse zombie apocalypse type story. So they're expecting a bunch of zombie action and and crazy set pieces. Where it's like it's more so about the, the characters and following these characters and what happens to them and following their story. It's it's not as much about the the zombies in yeah. the long run. Absolutely. Well, I think but that's about I, that's it. That's why I like episodes like these, though. Yeah, it's, it's great. Just these the strong character moments. It's not like a lot of people would be like, "Oh, this is just a filler episode." And I was like, "This does this isn't a filler episode. It's it has nah. it has aspects that do connect to the expanding story mm-hmm. that we're getting. It's not just it's not like listen. I'll I'll say an example because we've talked about it on the show. Is when we went through Halo. There are two episodes that were literally just there to be there. They had nothing. They did not impact anything else in the rest of the of the season. And that's a filler episode where it just that there's no impact to what happens in those episodes where this has an impact. Yes, you get yeah. and you get some more information, at least for, you know, the people who enjoyed the game. You know, we got to see a character who was very minimal and they expanded on it. And I think they did a very good job with it. Yeah, I mean, without that note, it doesn't. It probably doesn't kind of open Joel's eyes, like yeah. in the long run, like kind of find something you care about in the world and and take care of it. You yep. like you, there's not much in this world, so you got to find something to kind of lock onto. And I mean, that thing was Tess, but 
there's somebody else in his life that he has to you know kind of watch over mm-hmm. and i mean that's what sets up for the rest of the story and how their their character arc goes absolutely all right well i think that's about it for this episode we will be yeah. back next week to talk about episode four uh, i don't know who i'm gonna have on yet but we'll have somebody else maybe it'll be Wyatt again well, who knows? Hey, we'll we'll who see. Knows? We'll, we'll see. Should be an action-packed episode. It's gonna though, be. It's gonna be a great it. time. But Wyatt, please tell us uh, where we can find you. What you got going on over there at Cinema Trip Reviews? Yeah, everybody can find me at on, on Cinema Trip Reviews on Twitter and on Instagram, and pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we mainly do the the show on YouTube. We have a video version. Uh, we have The Last of Us. We're doing reviews of that, amongst other movie reviews as well. Uh, we actually just announced our new show that's going to be premiering here in, in a couple weeks where we are going to be chronologically reviewing every superhero comic book movie, starting with Batman, the movie from 1966. So we, oh we have a long trek ahead of us, but I am very excited to, to get down in the nitty gritty and start working on it. Very excited for that. I saw that on Twitter and I was like, oh, boy, you got a long journey ahead of you. <laughs> hey, man, I would love to have you on a couple Absolutely. of the episodes, too. Let me know. I am. I am down. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. All of the all of the links for Cinema Trip Reviews will be down in the description. Uh, you can find us, of course, at Dissect That Film wherever on all the social medias. And uh, I mean, if you're listening to us or watching us, you know where to find us. <laughs> but uh, make sure to leave us a rating and review on whatever podcast service you listen to us on or uh, like, share and subscribe if you're watching the video on YouTube. And uh, make sure to check out our newest podcast episode, which is coming out on Friday, where we're talking about 1992's Alien 3. Oh, it's a good one because there are two very drastic versions of that movie. And yeah, everybody in the show watched the I watched one version and Dan and Angel watched the other. So there is some <laughs> we get down to the nitty gritty of the differences between both cuts. So it's a lot of fun. So make sure to check that out on Friday. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week to talk about episode four of The Last of Us. It's been a lot of fun. And until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Wyatt of Cinema Trip Reviews. And this has been another episode of Slice of TV. We'll see you all again next time. Bye-bye.